Hey, welcome to Kingsway Caring Bar. We are a community inspired by love to live differently. I'm Dave, one of the pastors here. It's so great to have you with us. We pray this teaching will inspire you, build your faith, and lead you to a life of fullness and freedom in Jesus. Enjoy the message. Thanks, team. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. It is good to be here again. Um, As some of you will be aware, I did preach last week with no preparation whatsoever. Um, Well, that's not entirely true. Jen had done some preparation and Jess had done some preparation and Kim had done some preparation and the team had done some preparation and they sent all that to me, of course, so I had lots of stuff. Um, Today, apparently, I have much more prepared. Uh, I've had more time to think about everything, but we'll see how we go, right? I still might end up off my page, but that's okay. Um, Have you ever been sort of walking along the road or the street or the park or the beach or maybe just around your house um, and all of a sudden an idea's popped into your head? Has that ever happened to anyone? Yeah, that's God. It's true. It may, it may just have been, um, that wall would look better this colour. I don't like the pink, I want to paint it the white. It's God. Right? Do you believe me? Maybe not. Maybe by the end of my message today, you might believe me that all the ideas that pop up in our head are part of who God has created us to be. And whether that idea is to mow the lawn, decide what you're going to wear today, or start a new business, or become a pastor, God's in it all. Life is story. We're in this season of imagineering, you know, where we believe God has created us and called us into a story of creativity and how that looks different for all of us. You know, I, I sent, Kim sent me a quote a few weeks ago, which I found quite fascinating, that uh, Walt Disney, who, you know, created the Disney empire... I look at Walt Disney and go, man, what a creative genius, right? Um, Apparently, he got fired from his job at a Missouri newspaper. And the editor's comment about firing him was that he lacked imagination and no good ideas. Okay. Maybe his ideas were just very different to ours. So we are, I believe, created to dream created to explore, created to design, to build. Ultimately, we are created to give life to, right? Because that's what God does, always. He's always about how can I give life to, to you, to others, to the world around us. So we're going to talk a little bit about story, right? So I'll talk a little bit about my story, 
Because my story is very different to your story, right? And it's interesting as I've reflected on my 50-odd years of living and how often what I believe to be true about life has changed. And we were kind of talking about this in my life group a couple of weeks ago, and all credit to them, that all the good stuff I say, Muzz, does come from life group. Comes from someone else. <laughs> um, you know, and so what I believe to be true about life or what I believe to be true about me or what I believe to be true about God of faith in the church when I was 10 and 15 and 20 is very different to the things that I hold to as truth today. You know, I remember when I was probably around 14 or 15, I believed that Pentecostals were evil. Seriously. <laughs> I, I believed that speaking in tongues was of the devil. And, and uh, my youth pastor at the time confirmed that with me. And then I had an encounter with God when I was 20 years old. And I started to pray in tongues. So what do you do with that? Was I possessed? <laughs> no, God was just doing his thing and changing my story and addressing some things that I believed to be true that weren't true. You know, once upon a time, people believed the world was flat. How'd that work out? You know that the church actually rallied in certain parts of the world to keep slavery. I mean, as a world, as a person, as a human, as a, we are on this journey of forever changing. Always. Um, you know, I kind of like this idea that that would be my life. I would love it, right? If like from here to here, we're just like, woo, easy peasy, Japanesey, never changing, never being confronted, just simple. That, I would love that to be my life. You know, that what I believed here is the same. You know, that my life was just black and white and straightforward. I, that would be good. I like certainty. I like to know what's coming. I like to know where I'm going and where I'm heading. That would just be bliss. Who else would like that? Yeah. Now, some people might find that just a little bit boring. But I, I just, I share what my life's been like. This is my journey, you know. I've still started at the same place and I'm still at, ended at the same place, but my story has been just all over messy. It's not black and white. It's not straight line. It's messy and gray, <laughs> constantly changing, constantly being shaped. My ideas, my beliefs about everything are constantly on the table now. And at 20, to think I had the arrogance and somewhat ignorance to believe that I held truth. I have 
some truth. There are some things in that journey that have never changed about who God is, about who Jesus is, about the way to life. But so much of the peripheral beliefs and systems and ideas have constantly been changed and messed with by God and others because it's so often through others that we get a revelation that what we believe to be true is actually maybe not true. This idea, this text out of Genesis that we're gonna, I'm going to read to you is from Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And it says this, and then God said, so this is kind of the, the pinnacle of creation because it's us. I am the best part of creation. So are you, of course. And then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. In the, in the message version, it says, let us make human beings in our image, make them reflecting our nature. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and over every living thing on the earth. Humankind was created to be a graphic image of the creator. A formal, visible, and understandable representation of what and who God is and what he is really like. You know, every single human being, no matter how much the image of God may be marred by illness or weakness or age or anything still has the status of being God's image and therefore must be treated with the same dignity and respect that is due God's image bearer. You know, you think about all the things that have been going on in our world in this recent time, whether that be things around that we see in America, the Black Lives Matter movement, all of the stuff that is confronting us visually, God just brought me back to this this, this week and said, we're all equal. Every one of us. You know, the cross makes equals of us all, but so does who we are created like. Let us make human beings in our image. We are created to add life and give life to others. That's the creative power of who we are. To represent, because that's what God did. In the narrative of creation, it was all about God giving life to lifeless Empowering creativity, empowering life. 
in the likeness of God, the human creator liberates the potential and possibility of creation. So God has a story that we're invited into, right? I love that. That I have a story that's forever changing, forever being challenged, forever moving, forever messy. God invites me into his story, which is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so the complexity and messiness of Brett's story gets invited in to the consistency and faithfulness of God's story to become one story. And my squiggleness gets inserted into the faithfulness of our God, the trueness of our God the oneness of our God. You know, we all have a story, right? Everybody has a story. All of our stories are different. We're invited into the creative canvas of what God has for us. We love stories. I mean, it's, it's story, the constant story of our lives, but also the way we look at other people's lives, the story. We love to watch the stories of other people. We love to sit in cinemas and be, you know, captured by the story of Frodo. Well, some of us like Frodo, or the story of Luke Skywalker. If cars or Bugs Life, or Toy Story. You know, all the great stories that capture our hearts are all leading the same way. And God is inviting us into that story, saying, I want your story to be a squiggle. To constantly bring that before God and go, what next? What Now, what do you have for me? What do you want to speak to me? You know, there's there's a text in James that I was thinking about this week. Hope I didn't throw that one on the floor. No, here it is. (laughs) Uh, James 3, verses 9 to 10. And it's talking about the power of words, right? The power of the tongue. And uh, he, he says this, he says, you know, with our tongues or with our words, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. It's one of the only other times that this concept is actually mentioned in Scripture from Genesis. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. You know, my brothers, these things ought not to be. And I was thinking about that because what James is saying is we are all created equal. We are all image bearers of God. I think that's a powerful statement in a world that is so divided. In a world where racism seems to be 
on the increase, not the decrease. Where people hold prejudices against other people, whether that be because of the color of their skin or their privilege or their sexual orientation. The word is very clear. We're all created. We're all the image bearers of God. And I believe we're all created in Christ Jesus to do good things. Now, Tony is um, part of my life group and a uh, little bit sad. I've known Tony and Linda for many, 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 many years. Actually, I don't know how long. Um, how long have you guys been married? 18, so I've known you longer than that. Um, and uh, have been a part of Kingsway. Had a little break for a while, but this was always home. Um, but they're moving this week to Kingscliff, so they're leaving us on the sunny shores of the Sutherland Shire to move north. Um, and I, was, I, I said, look, it'd be really good for us to pray for you guys, to bless you guys. But I also thought, ha, ha, while I've got them on the hot seat, I'm going to get them to share, maybe, to them, what does it mean to be created in the likeness of God? So I'm going to ask you guys to come. I've got some chairs here, and, uh, and there's a microphone that you can use. Thanks. You guys color coordinated. That's very cute. Um, so, yeah, this is Tony and this is Linda, in case you were confused. Yeah. Preach it, girl. life I've been in science and advertising and things, I took the word image because that's the way my mind works. We have one-dimensional images, don't we? We can read a book or look at a picture, that's all one-dimensional. We have two-dimensional images. Most of us since COVID have been living in a two-dimensional image through Zoom or TV or any of those type things. Uh, that's how we've been going. But we're actually sitting here three-dimensionally. You know, that is the real thing. We are three-dimensional. My mind works through these sort of areas and I go, you know, then I think, well, God's not even three-dimensional. He's multi-dimensional. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. And he's all-encompassing. So, I mean, how are we created in an image like that, you know? Um, and then I think that verse... 
out of the message when it says he created human beings. I start to think corporately, like we are here. Um, like I think of me, I go, God is in me. God is with me. God is for me. And he's the same for all of us, isn't he? So it's a, a real corporate thing. You know, I haven't seen God, but do you, I look out here and I see a lot of godly people. And I think, you know, that's so important to me to be able to be with these people who are godly people, you know. We've been to New Guinea with Diana. We've been places with people. We've enjoyed our spiritual life with Brett and Jen and others, you know. And I just feel totally blessed that God created us in his image, you know. And I think, this is only a short, I know, but summing up, it's not how we see each other or God. It's how he sees us, individually and corporately. He created us, his perfect creation, as he is. Thanks. That's very good. <laughs> wow. That's good. Good encouragement, Linda. <laughs> Part of me wants to cry now. <laughs> um, I guess Tony and I have always been into adventures, as we call them. It probably started off with Diana and Papua New Guinea. Totally out of your comfort zone. Absolutely amazing. Recommend it to anyone. Um, and then we've done Caminos in Spain and France and People are so different, but so welcoming and so good to get to know people from just other parts of the world, uh, to just, just to be yourself, but to know that we're connecting with someone who's made in God's image. So I think I'm very simple about this move we're making. I had one son who lives in America who said, what on earth are you doing, Mum? And my son who lives in, in down the road from me, basically, Good on you, Mum, it's another adventure. So that I know God's got a plan and a purpose. And I know he's not planting us there just because the weather's a little bit nicer. <laughs> um, but we're going to be there for his purposes too. I think of a lot of perhaps Tony's family who don't know, know Jesus yet. So there's, I feel there's a little plan and purpose there, particularly as they age. I don't know what else he's got in store. I'm a little bit nervous at missing friends and not having the people I rely on to pick me up when I'm down. But I got a feeling God will have people in place as well there. So it's an adventure. Just one little story, seeing we're living in a story, if that's okay. Uh, as a lot of people know, I attended Bible college for a long time. And um, I can remember sitting in a counselling session one day and the were supposed to respond to a question. And the counsellor lady sat down and she said, do you believe in angels? So I can't say yes, I can't say no, I have to think. So I just said, well, what do you think angels are? But that statement, do you believe in angels? We actually went to Kingscliff that weekend, Linda and I. And there was a couple of hassles, not between Linda and I, just generally. And Linda went for a walk. And it started to rain, so I've dropped into a telephone booth. And right in front of me was a poster and it says, do you believe in angels? And I thought, twice in one day, God, you always talk to me twice. I've got my angel, you gave it to me. Thank you. Wow. You can stay there for a sec. Um, you guys have had an interesting story. It's a little bit like that line, right? Yeah. No, no straight line action there. Um, and God has been in it and, and worked through you guys, and it's been awesome. And obviously, this is not goodbye forever. It's just 
you know, um, we'll be seeing you when we come up to Kingscliff. Um, you know, and I guess, you know, if God leads us to plant a church up there one day um, because it's warmer, who knows? <laughs> um, but I thought it would be good for us uh, here as a community and also our online community uh, just to pray blessing over you guys. Um, you know, normally I would probably lay hands on you, but obviously in this season, that's a no-no. Uh, so, but my prayer is uh, just imagine. So let's pray. God, I just want to thank you for, for Tony and for Linda, for their lives, for their story, for all that you have done in and through them and all that you want to continue to do in and through them. I thank you for where they've been, what they've learned and what they've brought to the family here, their experiences, their friendships, their relationships, and we pray blessing on them today. We pray blessing on their move. We pray blessing on their new home. And we pray, God, that you would continue to be with them and walk with them and encourage them and bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. And we can still watch King's, King's Way, can't we? Yeah. So. Yeah, you can watch online, mate. We'll still be here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks for sharing. That's good. And so we have God's story. We have my story. We have our story. And this this the story of bringing all that together into what God purposes for you and for your life. And I can guarantee you that when we reflect on our story, we will reflect on different things. And we're just going to do that. We're just going to have a, a moment of reflecting, and there's going to be some questions that are going to come on the screen here to prompt you to think about some of the stories that you've walked through in your life. And so I encourage you just to be in this place, invite God in from out there in the online world, but in here in this space to invite God just to speak to you about your story this morning, um, and then we'll wrap up after that.
you know, I am moved by the stories of my life. The crappy ones, the hard ones, the challenging and confronting stories, the good stories, the exciting stories, the fun stories. I'm also moved by the stories of people the emotion that a story can bring, and I can see it in the faces here. We all have a story. We all have walked through stories. And God wants to take your story and bring it to his story, to become part of our story, to tell the story to our world. Your story is valued. Your story is important. Your story is critical to our story. to his story. God desires to bring all of that together. Regardless of what you believe to be true about you or God or faith or church or anything else in this moment, to shape that, to mold that, to challenge that. And to continue to write your story. Let me pray. The band can come up. That would be great. Jesus, I just thank you that you are present. I thank you that you have created us in your image, in your likeness, to represent the nature of our God to the world, to each other, and reflect back to you. I thank you, God, that you are here, that your living presence is with us right now, and that your desire is to continue to shape us, to challenge our truths, to move us, to align us, sometimes to walk alongside us, sometimes to lead us, sometimes to push us in the story of our life. You know, this morning, regardless of your story, for those of you who are in the room, those of you who are watching online, regardless of your story, when you look back, you might see failure, you might see mistakes, you might see someone who is lost, confused. I don't know what you see when you see and look at your story. But I know what God sees. You know, God sees a person that He created in His image and likeness. He sees a spectacular 
human being with spectacular potential, with a heart like His, with a soul that craves to dance and enjoy and experience all that life has to offer, to be drawn into the great adventure of our God and our King, to take all those failures, to take all those mistakes, all those times when we've walked off the path, where we've tried to write our own story and it hasn't ended well, those times when we've believed certain things in our journey that now we know are not truth. And there's no shame in that. There is story. There is life. God created so that He could give life to. And He speaks that into your heart today that you are also created to speak and give life to yourself and to those people around you. is constantly inviting you in to His story, into His love, into His adventure, into His journey. I thought I knew it all at 20. (laughs) I realize now at 54, I know so little. What I do know is that God loves me, that He embraces me, that He accepts me, that He walks alongside me, that He is constantly shaping me to be all that He had called and created me to be, to be a life giver, a joy bringer for the kingdom of God. Let's sit in his presence or stand or kneel as the guys lead us in a song of worship. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching. If you'd like to connect with us, make a financial gift, or find out more about Kingsway Churches, head to kingsway.org.au. Have a good one.